In this episode of the Microgreens Podcast, I want to talk about microgreen growing systems. Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com, but in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grows will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 42 of Micah Green's podcast. I know it's been a long time since I've talked, but there's been a lot going on, and I'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. But first, I want to talk about Micah Green growing systems. And the reason I've been thinking about this is all the, I'm sure you've heard about of all the uh, website. AI that's coming out, all the artificial intelligence and GP chat and all those. And I, I want to give you my thoughts on those. One, I hope it just dies down. I mean, AI is a great thing. It can ve- be very helpful, but it can also be very damaging. For instance, and this is why I'm going back to these microgreen systems, the AI takes the top results in Google And it finds all the similar topics or all the similar sentences or all the similar words or all the similar captions that are in the top post on Google and sort of combines them together. And you'd think this would be great, but it really isn't because let's take a look at it and we're going to talk about systems now. So I teach a system of how to grow microgreens. I use soil. I use this. I I bottom water. There's a whole bunch of things. And then on the grow, they have their system. And then there's City Hydro. And all the other people have their own systems. And that doesn't mean, and we all rank on the top pages of Google. That does not mean that those systems will work well together. So when it's taking data from all three or five or ten different systems and puts it into one, it doesn't necessarily mean that all that combined will work as one good unit. I think AI will be great for some things, but some things it won't be. And the best way to tell if a person is actually doing something on the internet is if they're including their own pictures. So I could go into any of the artificial development programs, plugins, whatever you want to call them, and say, how do I grow broccoli microgreens? And it's going to spit out a result. And I could take that result and I could beef it up and make a blog post out of it. But what's not included, right? I might not have any knowledge. I could just be saying this out of the blue. I could be saying, I mean, this isn't true. Well, maybe it is true. How do I do heart surgery? And I can make a blog post on it. And since it's combining everything from the top pages in Google, it's going to kind of make sense. But that doesn't mean I really know how to do it. And it's the same with everything. So if you see a blog post out there and it's telling you how to do something, but they don't show their own photos, something's up. Either they're being lazy, then they know how to do it, but they just don't want to actually go through the whole process to show you, or they're just having some ghostwriter write it who's just doing the same thing that AI does, only manually, or they're using AI. And the best way for you to judge this is to look at the images, look at the photos. If you see mine, 99% of the photos are my own photos. Now, sometimes I do have guest post writers and I use their photos. I have someone that writes recipes for me. I use their photos because I'm not doing it. But I tell you up front that this person wrote this blog post and I'm using their photos and some of the photos are mine. But on all the how to to do, how to grow uh, articles, those photos are all mine. 
And what I've noticed is that there has been a big uptake in people stealing my images. There's always been people that steal my images. There's people overseas that have their own stores and they use my images. And my images aren't great. I'm working on improving them, but they're not great, but they still get stolen. And that's even the case more, even the case more now. So I've put some measures in so that I can at least tell what images are mine for sure. And then I have people take them down. And if they don't take them down, then I have, there's a whole process you can go through and they basically will shut the site down. So if you just want an answer, anything that comes up on the internet, you can, you can use. If you want good answers, look for people that are actually doing the job or the process themselves. And the best way to do that is to take a look at their photos. Now, I'm not saying stock photos are bad. I do use some stock photos. There's some cases where I don't have it, like video entrances or uh, B-roll for certain things. But for the most part, when I'm telling someone how to grow something or how to do something, it's they're either my videos or they're my photos. I have not gone to YouTube and taken videos, um, unless they're mine, and put them on the website to show you how to do something. So that's just something to keep in mind. And this is how I got thinking about systems. I'm in, actually, I'm going to say I was in, actually, I'm still in these Facebook groups. I just don't participate in them anymore. And how many times do I see people go on there and say, oh, I bought some broccoli seed and I did this and they didn't grow well. How do I grow them? I don't know why you would do that without researching it first. It just seems like a waste of time and a waste of money. But I found that people want recipes. They want to be told how to do something. They want to treat growing microgreens like baking a cake. I want to, you know, they just want it written down in like a few steps and, and that's all they want. And that will work for a few microgreens without a doubt. And some microgreens will grow exactly the same way as others. So like a mighty microgreen mix is going to grow the same way as broccoli does, the same way as kale is because those are the seeds that are in the mix. But people should be taking a look at the system of how they're growing things. That way they can find out if they do have an issue, what the issue may be. They need to know the background. I'm going to date myself here, but a long time ago, you could actually know how a car engine worked. And if something went wrong, you could logically figure out what at least the area could the area of the problem could be. Now that's all electronics, you can't really do that. To some extent you can, but not as much as you could back in the good old olden days. Yeah, I know I'm dating myself. But the point is, the more you know about how something works or how something should work, the easier it's going to be for you to fix problems or to take care of issues when they come up. So I don't want to say I teach people how to grow microgreens. I teach people a system on how to grow microgreens. And in reality, they are systems because I could say put seed on soil, wet the soil, put weight on the soil. After two days, take the cover off, put them underneath the lights, bottom water on the first day and then about every other, every third day. And then when they're three to four inches high, you can harvest them with a pair of scissors or a knife. That works for a lot of microgreens, but some it's just not going to. Or I could say the same thing with hemp. You put these seeds on some sort of terra fiber fabric and you keep it moist and you let the seeds grow. It works great for the seeds that it does, but it doesn't always work for all seeds. So what I think I'm teaching are systems. There's different ways to go about it. And that's what this whole microgreen course is going to be. I'm going to be coming out with a basic microgreen grow course, which is just going to show you the basics, how microgreen seeds grow and how they should grow. And then I'm going to come out with a bigger course later on. that's going to go to all the different little aspects of growing different types of microgreens. So what you're doing is choosing a method or a system on how to grow microgreens. Whether that system is mine, whether it's dehydrosed, whether it's on the grow, whether it's 
anybody else's system. We all have our different little things that we do, whether it's the right seeding density, how much water we put on the soil, if we even use soil, um, how we harvest, how we do the blackout period, uh, what type of lights we use. They're all systems, and you're probably better off sticking with one system than going and trying to try a whole bunch of different things. And I have noticed on a couple of these new people that are coming out with these new types of reusable grow systems, they're doing exactly what I told you before. They're showing you how to grow microgreens, and they're only showing you those microgreens grown with that media. They're not showing you, here's microgreens grown on our media, and here's microgreens grown on this media, and here's microgreens grown on this other media, and this is how they all compare. They're just showing you microgreens grown on their one media. And the problem with that is you're just comparing it against itself. It's going to look good. If it's one inch tall, you can scan in and you can take a picture of it and it's going to look good. But when you put that microgreen against a microgreen growing in another media against a microgreen grown on another, even another media, then you're going to actually be able to make a judgment call on which one you think grows those microgreens better. So also be on the lookout for that kind of stuff. And if you like someone else's system, I'm really good with that. I really, I just want people to grow microgreens. I want them to start growing their own food, at least knowing how to grow their own food in case they need to grow their own food in the future. So really, it doesn't really matter to me what system you use, but I would like you to get the best information you can so you can make a judgment call on which one you want to use. Now, I use that word judgment on purpose because I'm going to talk about social media right now. I am not going to participate and on Facebook anymore. I will be having my Home Microgreens page and maybe a group, but I'm not going to be posting anything in there other than just the fact that I have published this blog post or I've published this podcast. I'm not going to get in there and hold conversations. That's one of the reasons I remodeled my website, which is now live, is I put a forum on there, and that's going to be my uh, frequently asked questions area. It's also going to be a place where I hope people join the community and put their questions in or at least go to to find the answers. I found that these free Facebook groups that people put out there, someone asks a question and there's 10 different answers. Again, there's not a system. There's a bunch of systems that people are using. And I think it works better if you take one system and um, perfect that system and use that system and grow microgreens that way. I think it's been about 45 days now since I've been off Facebook and it's been so enjoyable. It's really so much less stressful. It, I mean, Facebook is great depending on how you want to use it, but there's so much junk on there. And I'm not even talking about advertisement. I think the advertisements are fine. It's just all the propaganda people are putting in there, the half-truths, the rumor spreading. Um, it, it's just misused. And I just, it's, life's too short. I just don't want to deal with it. And I'm just going to have my own little system that I'm in more control of. And I'm not on anyone's algorithm to decide if my uh, material is getting shown or not, or another person saying, I don't like this answer and I'm going to delete your post. Um, that's just the way I want to treat it. So I've made my own form. And if the form grows big enough, I will actually get a plug-in where there actually be an app um, that you can use on your phone to go to this form. But the problem with that is all that data is stored on someone else's server. It's basically someone else's 
material and I either have to pay to keep that material or lose it. I don't want to do that. Matter of fact, that's another reason I changed my whole website. This is why you haven't seen a podcast or a new article in a while is because I've been working on the website. I've, I've tried to improve the articles and I'm still working on improving the articles. I'm waiting on a couple other things on the website. But I changed my website theme and the theme is what basically is the backbone of the website is how the um, website is shown. I've changed the server. It is now fast. There's a bunch of different web serving services that tell you how fast and how well your uh, website is working. And with the previous setup I had, I was getting like C's, maybe B's if I was lucky, a lot of D's every time I ran my website through that system. With the new server and the new website, I'm getting A's all the time, almost 100% uh, performance out of it. I'm very happy with that. So it should be faster for you to use. And again, that's going to depend on your own computer settings and your own Wi-Fi settings and all that. But overall, the website is much faster. I've also changed email services and also how my emails are delivered. It's a much cheaper system. Uh, The last system I had for emails was really great. Um, They did a lot of the work for you, but it was very expensive. And again, the data, although I could download it off the website, was still on someone else's website. Now I have all that data on my website. It's very secure. No one can take anything. I don't have to worry about other people's security issues. Um, I don't store credit card numbers or any of that, just information on on your address. You put it in, but basically your email and your name and what you've bought. And I've also changed quite a few other plugins and ways the website works, um, either because it's cheaper for me and it does just as good a job or the fact that the system I had bought did way more than what I needed. So I think it's a much better system. I really like the website. I think anywhere you go with a website, no matter what system you use, there's always something that you would like different. And it's just something I have to live with. And I just make the best out of it. There has been a learning curve. I wanted to put out this thing called Tuesday Tips, where basically I take my top articles and every week I send them out to you. And I'm going to be sending out an email for people to join this. I'm trying to get it set up perfect. Um, It works on logic, and my logic wasn't necessarily the way the website designer's logic is. So I'm trying to get it so that when you sign up, you get an email every Tuesday from all the archives. I have so many articles now, and there's so many new members that they haven't seen any of these articles. So I want to give them an opportunity to go through them. So the way it does is I basically promote an article once a week. And I talk in the email a little bit more about the article and probably add to it. So if it's an older article, I talk about what I think is new or what I think is better or the changes I've made or some other thoughts about the article and then present that article too. So that will be coming up. I'm trying to get it all tweaked out right now. I just It just wasn't set up right. And I'm going to wait to introduce it when it is set up the way I want it. So some people that have joined it earlier. Um, may not be getting their emails exactly on Tuesdays. And the reason I did that is I want an email to go out on Tuesday. And that way, if I do create another email based on a new article or a sale or something like that, it can go out Thursdays. And that's another nice thing about the new email system. Instead of either being subscribed or unsubscribed, you have the benefit of being able to get the emails that you want. So if you don't want the Tuesday tips, you can go and manage your subscriptions and take the Tuesday tips off and then you'll just get the new emails. So that's the way that's going to work. And that will evolve 
as I get into the system. But the main reason I wanted to change everything was the way that the store was set up. I just didn't like how the product pages looked. And this new theme gave me better product pages, and I sort of worked around that. And I'm very happy with the way the product pages have come out. Next is to improve photos. My photos aren't bad, but they're not great. And I'm going to go through every microgreen and grow them, and that's going to go also on the back end. I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but those new photos will go in so that you have a better idea on how these microgreens are going to look when you grow them. Another new concept is this home microgreens community. Again, this is based around this forum where people can actually go in there and chat with each other if they want to. They can post questions. They can show pictures. Um, you can add topics. If you put a topic in, you don't see a place that it belongs, just throw it in there somewhere and I'll move it to and make a new form out of it for a new topic. Um, I think it's going to work out great. And I think that it's going to grow a better community around home microgreens. In other words, people that are going to buy into the system. And from this, you can learn and I will also learn what your problems are, what your biggest um, issues are so that I can either write something or correct something so that it works smoother for you. Along with this system, there's also going to be a sort of membership site. So what I have are readers. Those are people that just come to the website and they read and that's that's all they do. They basically go to the website, either they go to the store or they go to the articles and they read the articles. Then there's what I call the follower. This is a person that is actually subscribed to the Home Microgreens community, and they have certain benefits. They get to be do able, they are able to do more inside the community, and they'll have access to all the free materials that I put out there. And I'm making a membership dashboard in all those um, courses, documents, downloads will all be in one place where you can access them. Again, this is all developing, but this is where this is where the home microgreens is going. And then you have the supporters. These are my customers. These are people that either bought something at home microgreens, whether it is a course or a product. They will have access to even more items in the community because of just following me. In other words, getting my emails and my free stuff, they've actually helped support home microgreens. So they're going to get a little bit more benefits out of that. And then there's going to have, there's going to be what I call the patrons. And why I'm creating the patron is that this way, international people can actually have access to some of those same materials. I can only sell and ship right now to the U.S. That's the only economical way for either me or them because of the high postage cost and all the customs duty type stuff. So it doesn't really make sense for a lot of the international people to be buying from me right now. But I can create this category called patron, which would just be a low monthly fee. You probably have an annual, even cheaper annual fee, and they will have access to everything on the website. And this is what I talked about sort of when I had the seed density course. And I said that, yes, you're buying a seed density course. And yes, it's for convenience because all the information is on the website, but I've just combined it all in one place for your convenience. But I said in there that there will be additional perks to joining the uh, or buying the seed density course. And again, that can be bought internationally. That's as a separate checkout system. And there will probably be a year or more of the patron level added to that course to the people that have bought the seed density course. And patrons will have access to all the premium courses and everything else that the supporters have and everything else the followers have and obviously everything that the readers have. Plus probably the fact that there'll be no ads or anything like that in any of the um, website articles. So I didn't want you to think that I took a few months off here just for nothing. It's actually been to develop the website and develop these systems 
and to get a better handle on things. Plus, it's garden season here, and a lot of my um, seed rack space has been taken up with garden sets, but now that they're all getting in the ground, I actually have more room to grow microgreens now. All these things I've talked about, all these different features, will be explained more in emails as they're developed and released live on the website. And the best way to do that is just to join the Home Microgreens community. It's free. You get to see what's going to happen, what's going to go on. I'll send out emails as new things develop and as new things are actually put to live. And you can go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash join, J-O-I-N. And there'll be, a form, there'll be a form there for you to fill out. And it's free. It'll say $0. You just click on that. It'll just enter your name and your email address. And then you'll be joining the Home Microgreens community. And you'll be getting emails as new topics come out and live. You'll also see a whole write-up on what I plan on doing with the Home Microgreens community. I really hope you join. I think my system works really well. I am developing new things like a self-water system for microgreens. And this will be something that you can actually adopt if you buy the home microgreens trays or build your own home microgreens trays. I'll show you how to do that. Or you just be able to buy them directly. All depends on how you want to do it. So I hope you join the home microgreens community. It's, again, it's free. You really have nothing to lose. And you can see all the new things that are going to come out with home microgreens this summer and especially next fall. And if you'd like to see these podcasts come out on a more regular schedule, you can uh, just help support me by clicking the button below in the notes, and it'll take you where you can actually help support the podcast. The more support or any support I get um, for the podcast means that I will definitely put more effort into getting them out on time. The more people that I know are counting on these podcasts, the more I'm going to put them out on a very regular schedule. So I hope you have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you next week or the week after. Thank you for listening to the Micah Greens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemicagreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of micros. Let's keep growing. <laughs>